Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So I got I got more more uh stuff. I I just it just never ends, right? This journey never ends with more material, more uh life events that make you pause. Oh, okay. Um uh, that that actually are not coming out of right field per se. Uh, they're coming out of actual deliberate intention. Uh, so I had actually met a very interesting person this week, uh, and I I like. This person, this guy, he lives like a town away from me. Uh, so it's a hop, skip, and a town to go <laughs> to go see this person. And in my in my work right now, like my job, job, I do a lot of traveling, and so I just kind of made it easy to take the company car and um go see a client and and then meet up with this person. And so I, I met up with them twice this week. Uh, and yesterday was the only way I know how to describe it. It was freaking amazing. I, um, I, I really, it was, this is like, he was, like one of the most interesting people I've ever spoken to in person. On to be honest, I I just was completely floored by this guy. Um and I'm and I tend to uh really I already know this about myself that I tend to have this uh filter where I generally always see the best in people. I'm not looking for the flaws, I'm looking for the the best in people. And so uh yesterday was no no exception to that. Uh but it was he was the first person that I have actually been able to talk about my material with that actually knew what I was talking about and could hold a conversation um he it was like it was just amazing to be able to share ideas and and this person knows what I'm talking about most of the time when I'm with people I can't talk about this stuff I can't talk about it. they they don't know what I'm talking about. And I don't mean that in any judgmental way. They just they just it's not really that interesting to them and that's totally fine. It's just it's just it was so amazing to be with somebody who is. Uh, and I wouldn't say that this guy is like really interested in the quote-unquote law of attraction or the quote-unquote nature of reality. But 
he he we had like a lot of conversations about topics that I uh that I am experimenting with. And I mean, my god, we like talked about so much stuff like like past life regression and and if that's even important, we talked about extraterrestrials and aliens and UFOs and we talked about uh art and writing and um and people and 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 like kind of like faults uh faults I don't know we both sort of were understanding this because honestly the this field is just completely saturated it's saturated with a whole lot of people and and there is like every day like I I get you know these invitations you know on my on my Facebook to join some other person who has become a coach has become a you know uh something similar to what I do and and so it, it makes me it makes me pause we 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 talked about like like the hustle like the self promotion and and then the opposite of of the allowing of whatever it is the desire to to actually come to fruition and it was a really really interesting conversation and <laughs> And and that, you know, has for me personally, it it's been quite the dilemma because what I really enjoy doing is I went to school because I wanted to be a licensed professional counselor. I wanted to counsel people to move in their life in a in a wonderful way and um and i guess maybe get over obstacle obstacles or obstacles <laughs> there's another word that i could use that's not in the english language probably obstacles uh, to get over obstacles and, and move on to a better life and then, you know, the evolving of my practice with people from this incessant talk about the past to how to make our future better. And so uh, I, so, but, but in all actuality, my field is completely saturated it's saturated and I, and I, and I don't really know what to do with that. And, and so I, I, and I'm not going to go out and, and hustle and, 
And I, I do absolutely everything I do on inspiration. I was thinking yesterday about David Hawkins, who I thought it was funny because this this guy that I was hanging out with yesterday, he he doesn't know me very well, but like I had said that David Hawkins is my guru and he was like, he was kind of making jokes about, you know, not having a guru. You should never have a guru. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I hear that, but David Hawkins had more influence on my spiritual development than any other person that I've read. And, and, in actuality, David Hawkins categorically did not believe in UFO. Like he talked about that, <laughs> um, which led me to that even like advanced spiritual people still have their own bias. I don't think that we can ever get rid of our own lens. I don't think we can ever get rid of our own bias. I mean, I really think that it is, it is impossible to do so. I I really do. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> um, but David Hawkins was not famous. Like, like, I mean, the man was never, like, really famous. Like, he, he, he wrote all of these books, and he left it all on the field. Anything that you want to know about is in his books. I mean, he, and he was incredibly talented and uh, smart. Um, I mean, his books were filled with words that I had to look up. I didn't know what that meant. Uh, and so <laughs> it took me years sometimes to read, like, one book because he wrote in such a way that I just had to read it over and over again until... And I didn't even understand it until I understood it, which is more currently. I understand it in current time a lot better than I did back then. But anyway, but thinking about the fact that he was not, he wasn't like your modern day people, like, you know, like Thich Nhat Hanh or, you know, um, I mean, not even like um, Eckhart Tolle. Tolle, I mean, he, Eckhart Tolle is like, Many, 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 many people around the globe know who he is. But David Hawkins, I don't think, I, I mean, a lot of people know, but not not as many people who know about Eckhart Tolle. And, and so his desire was not a popularity contest. <laughs> and so, and so he wasn't into the art of, promotion like in in fact he would say that that the best thing you can do for humanity is to just stay home just to stay home he he talks about you don't have to do anything except for be like to be kind kindness is like 
the best thing you could ever be in any given moment. Just be kind. That is of service to humanity. And so, and so this guy and I yesterday were, were discussing this, that I, um, I have the desire to, to go straight to my client and, and, and not have the middleman. And he was actually suggesting that it really doesn't matter that I have the middleman. And, and in a certain way, he's correct it's just that there's so many of those middleman things that just irritate me. <laughs> I'm heavily irritated <laughs> um, by the middleman. Like I'm, I'm like, um, I, 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 just to like give you an idea. Like there's there's these little things that just really bother me. Um. So, so I have, I, I have to write up reports. Okay. So I write up a report and then it goes to somebody for, um, I guess editing. Then it gets sent back to me like a week later, (laughs) even a few days later, but most, most of the time it's a week later. And then I have to redo it. I have to change things. And then I send it back. And then it's uh, sent back to me again to make more changes. So it's gone through two sets of edits. And I have a month. I have a month into my time with a person to have this completely put in the file. Okay, so then it goes through like two edits, so like two weeks of edits, and then it has to go out to be approved by somebody else. Then I have to wait for them to approve it. And then I have to put it in two different files, and I have to... So it's two things that I have to put in because it's not even just one thing. I have to do the report and then I have to do the service plan. So, and then I'm waiting on the service plan for several things too. Not only editing, because that goes back to editing. And then I have to, I have to have my, my partner write one of the service plan, at least one of the service plan goals. So I'm waiting for her to get the service plan goal. Then I put in my service plan goal. Then it has to go for editing. So these two documents have to go out to this other person for approval. And then I, and then I have this other step where I have to take the approval email. I have to copy and paste it into a Word document. Then I have to save it as a PDF, save it in the file, and put it in two different files the actual approval of the assessment and the service plan. So, so I had, I had um, gotten my, I get to-do lists from, from somebody that I work with. So I get my to-do list this week and, and this person made sure to write down that I was late, that I was late getting this in. 
and and I was late. I absolutely was late getting it in. Um, and I find that even when I'm sitting down to do it, I'm, I have so much resistance. I have so much resistance to doing it because I know that it is going to be met with um, two sets of edits. And then I, it, and I have to tell you, this is like not, it, it's, and, and here's the other thing that I don't really believe that anybody actually reads them minus the person who's doing the S edit edits. It's not that I want to do crappy work. I really don't, but I don't think anybody reads these things. So I, I have it in my head that in some ways, all of this is just a waste of time. Like I really do like, I've written so many assessments. I worked for AZIP, Arizona Early Intervention Program, and I did, I can't even tell you how many assessments that I wrote up for, uh, for um, a person, a, a family to be eligible, for a child to be eligible for the program. So I would go out and I would, I would actually do like testing and then assessment, and then I would go and I would write it up, and I would actually have to take a different service provider's information and get it into a document and then get that somewhere else. And I I don't believe that anybody reads them. The only thing that they would be reading is the recommendation. And so I... So I have like this, starting out at the gate, I have this mental, like, and it's not that I want to do crappy work and everything, but I, I, and so I have this, this really huge obstacle. (laughs) And so, you know, when I'm told that I'm late, I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I am late. We're all late. I mean, it's like, I, I, I hold part responsibility. I know this comes down on me, but it's like, I just, I, don't really know exactly how to resolve this. And and I was talking to him about it, and he had some recommendations for me. But I, I was like, I just, I'm really tired of, of dealing with these kinds of things. Like I, you know, I, I have been told in my life that I'm not wordy enough in things. Like I don't give enough details in things. And so, and so my work has like often been, uh, critiqued. Uh, and I, I just, I, it's also like in this type of business, frankly, like a lot of times you just get caught up in just the getting it done part. So like meeting that deadline, I get caught up in meeting the deadline. And so the quality of the work is just crap. So then to like hear the the quality of my work is crap because I'm trying to meet this deadline. Because honestly, that's not the only thing I'm doing. I'm not just sitting down. I have to do like weekly notes, weekly narratives. Um, 
and then seeing clients driving to their houses because they drive all over the region and I mean it's just it's just wild but anyway so I I I really would like to get rid of all of that and just go straight to my client <laughs> and so for me it is kind of important uh to get to like not have this middleman and it is my belief that I can I have the power to create what it is that I would like to have, which is my clients coming straight to me. So I was kind of asking him questions about how he he does that because he does something similar, but it's slightly different than what I do. So, um, so, <laughs> so, and then here's the thing: I I also, which I think that I've I've shared, but maybe not as much to with y'all that I really have been having the desire to move. I've actually had the desire to move from this place for years, but especially the last three years, but I have been staying. I, I have been staying put for my youngest child and he's getting ready to graduate. And so I'm, I'm, and so I was putting out these, these applications. And then I also had had it in my head, which I've been kind of vocal about, that it has been challenging for me to date in the community that I live in. It, it, you know, and that this could all just be about my belief about it, but this has been a hard place for me to, to date. And so I've been putting out applications because my son is graduating and I'm like, in having this desire for a new life and, and Honestly, uh, and and about a year ago, about a year ago, I had a a position pop up. They actually called me a little bit out of nowhere. It was like they found my application and they called me up and it was a really good opportunity. And at the time, I was really needing a really good opportunity. But when push came to shove, I didn't want to leave my youngest child because he he had another year of high school and soccer and I just I wanted to be involved in his life I knew he was gonna turn 18 and go off to college and I just you know I just didn't want to um I didn't want I didn't want to miss that so I uh so I <laughs> um didn't take the position and I felt pretty good about it at the time, but so so now I've been it's been just sort of a combination of things. Like I'm not completely content where I'm at with my my work situation. I'm just not. I'm I'm it it just leaves me wanting, even though I really enjoy my supervisor. I mean, I actually love the people I work with very much. And I and I love my clients. Oh my God, they're just um, <laughs> they're just really quite something. <clears throat> but so I I and and so yesterday after I came home and and I I had this feeling that this was gonna happen. 
I just had this overwhelming feeling. I was like, just as soon as I meet somebody that I think is interesting, I'm going to have this job offer to move. So one could say that I actually created it. And and it sort of was kind of like this. As soon as I really don't want to move, I'll have the opportunity to move. But the, because the law of attraction is a really weird thing. And I haven't completely figured it out. I'm just going to say that. I really haven't. But it just seems like the more that I really don't care about something, the more likely that it is to happen. Like, I'm, I'm going to point this out again because I just, I found it absolutely fascinating. When I was watching the TikTok, I was watching this TikTok and it had, this lady had her hand on like some kind of tarot card or something. And she said, she said, we're going to develop your psychic ability. And she said, what is in my hand? And the first thing that I thought of was a frog which was so random. Like, why would I think there was a frog in her hand? I mean, it was just bizarre, but I didn't like wait to find out what was in her hand. I just went on to the next TikTok, but like within 30 minutes to an hour, my daughter sent me a text message with two pictures with a frog in her hand. So this is a little bit different than 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 psychic ability. This was creating something. This was like a connection to something created like and it was it, it's it's something a little bit different. And so this gentleman and I, we even talked about this a little bit yesterday and we were, because he, he does have, is gifted with being able to, and he even did it with me. Like he, he talked about something that has been going on with me. Like I, I had talked about in one of my most previous uh, podcasts about how I haven't been feeling like totally great in my body and that I, and that I was like, you know, do I have cancer? Like, I'm like, I mean, like some of this like sounds really preposterous, but like the way that the world is like, sometimes I don't know. It's like we go straight to something catastrophic because of the power of suggestion. And so he and I got to talking like, does their, do you predict their future because they live into it a self, a self, um, gosh, fulfilling prophecy. Like, because you said this is so, and then I could say just the opposite because he said something yesterday about the fact that, that I may not, it was almost as if he was telling me and he didn't say this outright, but it, he was trying to tell me that me having clients come, come straight to me is not in my imminent future. But he didn't say that, but he kind of did. And so 
I got to thinking about that and I was like, you know, no, wait a minute. Whatever he sees or whatever he thinks he sees, I am the creator of my reality. And I say, when when this comes to fruition, because I believe that I have the power of that which created everything to create what it is that I desire. And so do people like actually, and a lot of times when, if you think about like people who actually go to a tarot card reader or go to a psychic, um, they are basically wanting this other person to tell them what to do or who to be or when they already know. They already know what it is that they desire. They already know. You know, it's like he was saying that he had been asked a whole lot of times, is the guy that I'm with the one? Is the guy that, I, that I'm with, is he the one? And I just found that, you know, I mean, and it's true. It's like we want to be told what to do. Should I stay or should I leave? I wrote a I wrote a whole like I don't know essay on this that I that I would really like to publish because it was so inspired at the time. Because we don't really want to take responsibility. What if it is a huge mistake? What if I go down this road with like I mean I'm just speaking hypothetically like with some, you know, person you know like I even talked about you know like in like something recently that I I I do not have a lot of evidence that I will not spend the rest of my life alone because honestly I've spent years alone and single I've spent more time in the last 10 years single than I have in a relationship. So out of the last 10 years of my life, I've only been in a relationship for one year of it. Actually, it's been 11 years now. So I've spent more time in the last 11 years outside of a relationship. So I do not have a lot of evidence And so, and so it, but I believe that I have, that I, I believe in my own innate, like, to make decisions for my life. So, I have an interview on Tuesday for a place in Washington State south the southern it's in, it's actually in Vancouver Washington it's like really really close to Portland Oregon and and it it's like right up my alley it's doing very similar work to what I'm doing right now it only it has a little bit more of a school emphasis which is very exciting to me uh and I I'm like I'm like oh my god this is like 
so great. And so I'm just going to do the interview, but I have to tell you, I am petrified. I'm petrified. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I was sitting there in a second. I don't even have to think about these details, but I, I went to, because these are the questions that I've always been asked. How, how soon could you move? You know, like, you know, and I'm there, and I don't think, I, you know, it would have to be June. It cannot be in May. And it would have to be a month, at least a month out. And then I was like, the details of it, like, what do I take? And finding a place to live there and, you know, what, what I mean, and I have absolutely no plans of selling my place here. So I'm going to have even more and it would be a pay raise, um, but not a huge pay raise from what I'm, I'm making right now. Uh, and then also the, the knowledge that there's been no job that I've ever had in my life that has been a panacea. They have all had their challenges. I always start out with a position like all excited and, and then things just happen that just irritate me they just um and so there's there is always something to one degree or another I have found that workplaces can be as abusive as relationships and so it's sort of like because you're dealing with personalities and so I'm 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 fully aware that you know, I may take this leap and it may be a colossal fail. <laughs> but I remember I used to take my children to San Diego every year. Like for years I would I would take my children on for like spring break we would go on this trip to and drive to California and I remember driving back and the closer that I got to where I live, sobbing. Like just categorically sobbing. I would just start to weep. Because I did not want to live here anymore. I've, I've had like a whole lot of negativity, negative that I would perceive to be negative things happen, happen in this town. I have had a few good things, but the bad things have far outweighed the good things in this town. Even though I really, it's such a beautiful place. I mean, it is so beautiful. I mean, I just, um, and so I'm sitting here and I'm like, and I, I, I meet this guy that I, you know, I have absolutely no idea if, if, like, it would even be something that I should even consider, like, not taking a job because, uh, like, of a guy, like, there's n no nothing. I mean, I don't even know if he is thinking anything beyond friendship with me. Um... I like I have absolutely no idea where that would go but I will say that he was the closest thing to 
um, somebody that I would consider trying a relationship with in many years. Given the amount that we have in common, um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just like, I was like, and then I just got to thinking, I mean, like, okay, well, there will be more men in, in Vancouver, but like, but here's the thing. I mean, it's just, it's just, this is, these are just like things that I toy with, but like I did a, a YouTube like years ago, um, like a one in seven billion, like when you think about it, people are so unique. They're so unique. Like, like it's really not a one in, in seven billion because there's a lot of people that we wouldn't want to date. But, like, I find that I, that I really just genuinely a lot of times like people. Like, I was thinking about that when I was on my way over to work and also meet up with this person, that that I just really like people. I, I just, I actually just love people. I just love them. And it's a matter of finding a person who would enjoy that would enjoy that experience of being loved by me. Because what I found in my life was that it was really in loving that, that the joy was. It wasn't so much in being loved as as in loving. You know, and so yesterday I spent like the day just sort of looking at this person, just kind of staring at him, noticing, like, his characteristics, and, um, and just, you know, it was just, like, it was really interesting, um, and he's, he's just really, really a remarkable person, and so, I mean, and I'm not even guaranteed that I would even get this position and, and like the position in Vancouver. I mean, they're, see what they offer me. They, um, they did, I think they are willing to compensate me for the move. There's some kind of hiring bonus. Um, and because I mean, they're really in need. And, and so I mean, I don't know, just what is a an interview going to hurt? Except I did, I was thinking about when I keep turning down these positions, it's not good either. Um, but then it does beg the question, like, am I just full stop not ready to go? Am I acting out of fear? Am I? Um, but I knew that I would set this up as a dilemma. It's like the weirdest thing. I just had this intuition about it that I would I would meet somebody 
that I would find interesting that I may like to explore a relationship with and then I will get a job somewhere else and then I will have to do I stay or do I leave it's just so interesting isn't it <laughs> I don't and like I don't I don't understand that actually and this person is actually not in any position to move anytime soon. And so and so that's not even in the question. I mean, if, if I were to move, and I'm not even saying that he would, this would even be a consideration or anything that I should even talk to him about. But because uh, I don't even know if I'm ever really going to technically see this person again. But. It was really, really, really such an amazing day. <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also like in a really weird place that it was, it was just kind of like, and I know my propensity, actually, I generally do not have this propensity. I'll tell you what my general propensity is. My general propensity is to hang out with somebody and to know very, very early on that that it's not gonna it's not gonna work with this person into like there's something that they will that they inevitably do that I I'm like what was that and I and I some things I'm able to get back back from and some things I'm not and it just so depends on whatever it is which is why I'm just generally single <laughs> but I have I, I have a glimmering hope that there would be somebody that I I would just really have a goodness of fit and really enjoy their company and have a really deep abiding friendship and romantic relationship with. I think that that is entirely possible. I mean I actually have like pictures all over of people like this. Like I'm really, really enjoying watching the relationship between President Biden and his wife. I really like that they seem to really love each other and support each other. I think that is like the coolest thing ever. Uh and so I <laughs> So I focus on couples that are like that rather than other. Anyway, so the dilemmas never end. <laughs> I appreciate you listening and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.